Hello and welcome to the Knock On, KCLR and Scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Johnny Tobin from Tuller Rugby Club, Tom Crotty from Carla Rugby Club and James Blanchfield from Kilkenny Rugby Club. With lots to discuss, including the Leinster League getting underway this weekend. We preview the games for the local teams. The Tuller Ladies are in action in the Paul Flood Cup semi-final. Tuller are also the host of finals of the Paul Flood and Paul Cusick competitions. We discuss the controversy over the changing facilities for the provincial women's teams that made the new Tom Crotty talks about how the Rhino team is getting on. That's the Tullo Carlo combined ladies team. The Ireland women's senior team, what happened in their World Cup qualifier and what issues there are to solve there. New signings for the provinces, including Dwayne Vermeulen for Ulster. Sean O'Brien was back in action in a pre-season friendly against Connacht. Tullo man Killian Redmond has signed a one-year contract with London Irish. Great news. And the lads have a few tales about marking pitches for games. Good evening. Well, we're going to talk rugby again, and the lads are back again this week with me. To my left, James Blanchfield. Underneath me is Johnny Tobin, and Tom Crotty is down there at a diagonal. How are you, lads? All good. All good, Stephen. Good, Stephen. Good, Stephen. Um, lads, are you as excited? Leinster League is starting this weekend. The local stuff is back. I know there's been youths and mini starting in the clubs over the last few weeks and uh, the Rhino team were out last weekend as well and all that sort of stuff um, but the men are back the J1s and the J2s are getting back on the road and a uh, couple of different games going on James start with you um, you're obviously up a division from the boys um, and you're pointing your bus in the direction of Gorey we are we're heading to Gorey um, never an easy place to go an intimidating place actually you know for a club that was probably 10 years ago, where, where, where Tullo or Gory were in a, a little bit go, going in reverse, they really got their act together 10 years ago or less. And since they've been on an upper trajectory and they've gotten a great atmosphere in their club down there, and you know, it's not an easy place to go and make a lot of noise. And um, we're going down with a young team, I think, in fairness, um, Gory have a reasonably young side as well, and the side that they brought through from youth rugby themselves and um, a couple of players brought in as well like, like ourselves but yeah look at they're an intimidating place to go they play a particular type of rugby down there it's a traditional if you come out of Gory with a win you can honestly say you've earned it um, and our lads are really excited about going down we're only talking to a couple of them there last night uh, they're excited about going down um, resources probably still a bit thin on the ground you know uh, as I said recently, we lost ten players this year, so we got and five of them went to or five or six of them gone to Wesley. So you know, it could be a, a cohort of Kenny lads that could be playing in Old Wesley this weekend. They could be playing down in Gory, and that's a hard to stomach. So be it. Um, we have a good squad going down. In fairness, uh, a few new guys in. Big signing, very big signing for us came through there last week. Uh, chap called Roy Stanley. Uh, Roy would have been a Connacht junior for the last four, maybe five years. He's originally from Thurles, was at school at Kenny. He's a doctor. He's a doctor in um, Luke's. Uh, would have played senior rugby with Nina and with Gall Regions as well. So he's he, he's a big coup for us. He's a back row player. He'll probably be starting six or seven the weekend. Um, another player of note that will probably be at some stage playing a part, if not starting, on against Gorey is young Connor Walsh. Uh, Connor, another young player that has come through the youths with us. He's still only under 18. But um, an exciting young fella with ball in hand, and he's in. He's in for that reason because he is exciting and he's capable of doing anything. And 
The South African chap that just happened to land in Kilkenny, um, to, he, he came to Kilkenny to work, his name is Louis Venter, he's a hooker, so he's a new player for us as well. And after that, you have a mix of the old guys like Gordon Dempsey, Ben Devlin, Gary Dunn, Wes Carter and Cole, Jake McDonald, Joe Manuel. We'll all be there, so we're looking forward to going down. Can't we? We, we, fairness, we can't wait. Yeah, no, absolutely. Great to get back. And like you said, uh, difficulties with numbers and everything, but you'll know the lay of the land after a couple of matches and, and see where you yeah. are then. Um, Tom, you're going to destroy your lovely, um, fresh grass <laughs> on the main pitch. Um, you're bringing Kildara down to town uh, at the weekend. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Can't wait. Can't wait. We have, um, yeah, the seconds are. Seconds are on a half one, and then the seniors are on at, at three o'clock. So we seem to be able to put out two teams again. It'll be a mixture of old and uh, old and uh, young fellas. Uh, still a few out injured, but um, it's kind of a, rel- a relatively kind of mixed mixed team that we have. Uh, I haven't got the exact exact names as who's going to be haven't selected as yet, but the panels are the panels are strong enough. As I say, there's still a couple of injuries. It's early in the year, and still a few missing. But I think the lads are absolutely biting the biting the bit to get at this one. Um, especially, it's great to be at home. Yeah, so no, we're just, absolutely. We really are putting out, um, just putting out a thing to get every get everyone get everyone on board and get back watching the local rugby. You know, and I'm sure it's the same for the other two when they're at home, whatever, and because people go out and support them. That's all yeah. we really want is is to get people back up into Oak Park at the weekend and, and, and to kick on from there. We're really excited and looking forward to the season. Absolutely. Um, lads, when was the last time the Leinster League was played? We played Ashbourne in first round of the Leinster League for Kenny last year and I'd say that was the first week of October. Wow. It's a long maybe, time. Maybe even September. Um, yeah. I was trying to think today how long it was and uh, I was going back looking at fixtures and it was around that time as well. But then I had to pull, the plug was pulled and that was the end of it, mm. you know. Um, South East League was played in its entirety last year. Yeah, they got that. That's right, yeah. 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 That's mad stuff. Um, Johnny, you've got Mullingar coming to the Black Gates. Yeah, Mullingar at home. Uh, the one thing you talk about most is our advantage of our AstroTurf. It's going to be no advantage this weekend because Mullingar <laughs> have on as well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, look, at, we went to Kilkenny um, last week with very low numbers. Um, but the, the guys that went performed, I suppose, and in the 25-30 in the minute hit out, we weren't lost. Um, but it probably was a wake-up call that the other guys needed because... Chatting to Morris there, um, numbers have improved. Tuesday they were up massive amount compared nearly doubling what they were the last couple of weeks. So um I'd say we'd be very close to putting out two squads again this weekend then. So looking good. Um I was I was lo- I was very nervous to be honest with you after Kilkenny uh, last Thursday. I was saying how are we, are we even gonna fix the first team, but um lads have pulled in now and um maybe a harsh bit of reality was given to them after the, the Kilkenny dig out, but we're on the right track now, and that's the main thing. We're going to stay positive and look forward to Mullingar coming down and getting people out to the Black Gates on Sunday. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, what's the, the deal? They're lifting more restrictions on Monday now. That won't affect us this mm-hmm. weekend as well. But what's the lay of the land with your clubhouses and letting people in or out and all that sort of stuff, lads? <clears throat> uh, showers and dressing rooms will be back. Are back. Well, we'll be back, yeah. basically. on uh, Clubhouse, I think, remains the same as in... 
uh, you still have to have your to sit down inside. You still have to have COVID cert. All right. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. The 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 you're going the same as a pub. You're like, still going the same as, uh, as a pub, basically. That's yeah. fair enough. And actually, it, it, the timing for us is perfect because our dressing rooms are finishing on due for handover on Monday. Uh, handover back to us in the main contractor on Monday, and that will give us the opportunity to new, use the new dressing rooms for next weekend as an Easter League game. Happy days. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, the lads won't know themselves at warm water. <laughs> <laughs> As you said last week, that's if the plumber performs, you know. Fall down to them plumbers. Yeah. I, he was out in Carlo. We have very warm water at the moment. Very good, very good. You must be using the same lad as we are, Tom, are you? Oh, geez, he's fantastic, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> he, he was running around last night ragging, making sure everything was on, on board. Absolutely. <laughs> we had to throw salt into a wound, Tom, yeah. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> uh, the very yeah. best to look with it, Andrew. That's my James. brother I'm talking about, by the way. Of course, brother, absolutely. We, that now. Yeah. And, uh, and Justin, see, we do see the Blanchfield fans going around. Um, if, if with a fair idea, well, the best of luck, James, with the, the new uh, facilities yeah, down there and everything as well. And you too, Johnny, of course, no advantage, as you said, with Mullingar. Should they have one no. already? Sure. Oh, They've had one probably. They're probably the first, one of the first um, junior clubs, I suppose, with one, I think. Oh, oh, the, carpet, right. the carpet players are out on Sunday. <laughs> See what carpet players we are when we meet you, Tom. Boys <laughs> tiptoeing oh, across the wearing runners. Down, no, not I think we've there. won the last two, Tom, haven't we? <laughs> I think the last four or five, I think we've won. <laughs> Without that's, 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 that's just really, that's just... That's just low, Johnny. That's just low now. Uh, you could get us one back this year, maybe. <laughs> oh, I have to say, Chucky, our lad. Chucky, our lad. It'll come. It'll come. What's the match you giving out with Astros now? Come on, man. I played on it in Ashbourne once. I played in Mullingar once. Like, you know, I wouldn't like playing on them at all, at all, at all. Maybe when you get used to it, it's different. But yeah. I, I got carpet yeah. burns off it on a coaching course. <laughs> oh, there you go. Because we were you demonstrating. Well, ball went on the ground, and of course, simple old reaction is to slide down onto the ball. And I came home with ripped half, up legs and my half your skin missing. And the lads were breaking their ass laughing at me when I got home. So that's it. I don't like Astro. <laughs> it's probably it's better. Like on the how are you finding it, Johnny? Like, how do the lads find it? The girls find it? Like, do they enjoy They're getting it? used to it. They're getting used to it now. Um, I'd say when we open up the other two pitches and they have to go back on the grass, I don't think there's a couple of youth teams won't be too happy. You know, parents definitely they, won't be happy. When you but, go uh, back on grass, is the intention to play your league matches on the grass or stay on the Astro or kind of judge yeah, it? Was, it was, interesting. Uh, someone said it's Morris only in Kilkenny the other night. Are you going to play all your first games on the Astro? And Morris just said no, so um, I don't actually know, but I, I know this one against Mullingar is. Hmm. But look at it, it's like everything, it's it swings around about it, depends who you're playing. What yeah, suits exactly. you? Yeah, we, have, yeah. we have three full size yeah. pitches, so if you want to play Tolo rugby, you'll play them on the grassland, yeah, 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 it's for sure. <laughs> well, the girls, the girls, the girls want to get off the Astro, they're delighted to be playing, and the Rhinos have their, their home game in Carlo this weekend, that's right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were there going. Are we Thank playing God. on grass? Yes, yes. <laughs> that's, that's not good, yeah. Johnny. No, no, look at it. It's it, it is what it is. But like like the seventeens and eighteens and sixteens, I suppose boys they'd love that. Oh. That's their thing, you know. That's what they want to do. And 
So look at I don't know. Me personally, I'm not a big fan of it. I don't like getting my knees or my legs ripped off me. Well, Johnny, I tell you mean. honestly, I, I love coaching that because it's just great to walk out in your runners and walk back in dry. And You're not allowed to wear runners on the Total Rugby Club Astro pitch. Oh, sorry, uh, pitches. pitches. <laughs> Robert Johnson will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um, studs, <isn't> it? <laughs> it must be easier to work with though when it's a bit when it's raining, I suppose, when there's a bit of, you know, there's less friction on it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's brilliant, you know, for... for for that kind of thing, like say if it's a really bad wet night and kids are training, put them onto the astroturf, they won't be getting destroyed going home. You know, it's it's use your brain, like don't just don't and save the two grass pitches as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's that's the main thing. Yeah. But yeah, no, look at they're getting used to it. Um it's a case I haven't it. There's no choice now, it's there. So yeah. um your women are in action this weekend as well. Uh Johnny, the old Belvedere in the Paul Flood Cup semi final. That's correct. Yeah, they had a really good win actually last weekend. They won seven nil. Um, I was just chatting to Cora and, and Robin about it there during the week, and Alex O'Brien got to try and catching O'Keefe com- or catching catching Dempsey converted it. Um, so yeah, really good win for them. Uh, it's great to get some of my numbers out back playing women's rugby as well. They're flying it there at the minute, so hopefully it goes well from this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, and Johnny, are you hosting the finals of those this year? Yeah, we're hosting the Paul Flood and Paul Cusack uh, Cups on the 25th of September. So it'd be great for the girls if they got into the final of it. It'd be less travel anyway. Um, but <laughs> yeah, we're hosting both finals there. Um, I'm not actually quite sure at times. I had it on a text there. I'll just check it up. But, um, but yeah, all finals are out there for the women. So it's great. Um, brilliant. Get the facilities used and get people back out there and get everyone from other clubs down to see what we have. What's um, on offer. Are you going to put them on the Astro? One's on grass and one's on Astro. Just bear with me now. I'll tell you exactly what's what. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Paul Flood plate final is on the main pitch. Paul Cusack plate final is on the grass pitch. And then the Paul um, Paul Cusack main final and Paul Flood main final are there both on the main pitch as well. So no, two on the main. Yeah, yeah. 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 Be good old day down in Tullow, hosting yeah, all the finals. Day, yeah. <clears throat> uh, the times are 12 o'clock and 12.30 for the play finals and 2 o'clock and 2.30 for the main finals. Oh, so good that's stuff. Good, good day out in the club. Um, lads, speaking of women's rugby, we can't go through a rugby podcast without mentioning the big story uh, doing the rounds during the week. The IRFU and Leinster had to apologise for changing conditions uh, up in Donnybrook. Um a couple of weeks ago, Leinster or Connacht players, um, there were there was pictures doing the rounds of them changing in the tents or the small little tents at the back. But what caused the controversy, I suppose, the fact that it was in a sort of an area where there was bins and stuff dumped in the corner and all that. Um, huge story, obviously made a lot of the news things this, this week and caused a lot of debate. Um, it's a funny one as well. Like we know. The, the the ladies' rugby is amateur status, so therefore they can't use the dressing rooms at the moment and everything. But I suppose I have to agree with the crit- criticism coming in as well. It's not a great place to put anyone to get togged out. You know, there there's probably better places around Donnybrook even to get changed. You know, but they it's weren't supposed they weren't supposed to be there. Right. They were supposed to be. They had their area mapped out, and they were supposed to be another area. When they arrived early, some somebody in their wisdom. Shoved them out beside the out where the for wheelie bins and all that was. was yeah, it was fairly. But that's seemingly like they said. Is just listen to a, a 
one of the, the women's, the Irish the Irish ladies, were just saying that the Leinster had been put nearly in the same position a week earlier. So they knew that it had already happened and then it was just, it was done again. Like yeah, it's, it's embarrassing. It's absolutely, it's ridiculous. Yeah, to, to have the lads match to be uproar. Yeah, absolutely. It would be. Well, Why should it be different for the women? You're trying to promote the, you know, you're trying to promote the, the rugby to girls, and then that that comes out. Yeah. It's just not exactly. Really. Um, and what's the story with the lifting of restrictions this weekend? Will that bring an end to that? Will your dressing rooms? Yes, your like you said, yeah. dressing rooms and all are open again. So, but it's wrong to say like they're they say they're amateur, like they're amateur, but they are they are the elite of of Irish women's rugby. Absolutely, it's, it's yeah. not like what was the difference between those not being allowed in dressing rooms and in Croke Park all the women's hurling te- or camogie teams are allowed in that's a very good yeah, point exactly. Tom yeah. and they're not professional yeah, yeah. not so, yeah. what was the what was the problem that I mean that was disgraceful yeah no it's embarrassing I suppose are the facilities even in Donnybrook like I mean I was often in the back of dressing rooms like the Wanderers dressing rooms are probably good enough. Is there enough dressing rooms on host and Donnybrook to host the four teams? I'm sure there was. Well, sure, Wesley have six dressing rooms. Jeff. Wesley has six. Yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. State of the art yeah. dressing rooms. Like, this have crazy. four, four, five average enough ones, but like the definitely 10 dressing rooms there. So there's 10 dressing rooms for four teams. Even if there was an issue, they could have broken each team down yeah. into two and it still would have been. Yeah. And the worst thing about that, do you know where the wheelie bins are? Them wheelie bins are right at the front gates, either the entrance effective or the entrance of Wesley. They're not down the back, so they're right where anyone walks by and where everyone's passing. That was probably the worst part of it, like you know. Yeah, that's uh, just a silly thing in this day and age. And we were only talking about it last week the upsurge and support for women's sports, the foot, the foot, the football finals, the camogie. You know, the women's rugby being televised now as well, mm. and then this comes out as well. And yeah, that's uh, a bit crazy. It is. I, just, like, I went down with went down with the, the Rhino girls down to 16th down to Enniscorthy on Saturday and I tell you I've never been as nervous in my life because I've, I haven't was coaching for the first time girls and didn't have a didn't know what was going to happen and I grabbed my young fellas to come to look after the backs and did the warm up and did a whole lot with them tried to, tried to teach them <laughs> I'd say about 10 training sessions in 10 minutes and but they went out and you, you should have seen the rugby they played like they absolutely hockeyed they actually hockeyed Dennis Garty who it have been who have who have been training and have been playing for years but these girls went mm-hmm. out there was a girl I think it's Faye Elliott and um, was playing out half um she's very good Tom very good ah geez, is that uh, Daniel was asking so her afterwards for <laughs> would she give him kicking lessons I think <laughs> she didn't miss one conversion oh, and one of them was uh, and one of them was from the touchdown well, yeah, she's, she's was, very good. She's a very good footballer. But their whole way, the, like, if they're just given the chance, like they picked, they listened to you, they went out, and uh, the rugby was for their back. Like they threw the ball across the back line. They were it was a young girl, never played rugby before, uh, really fast. But she got two tries on the two tries on the wing, and it came from mm-hmm. the ball came from the far side of the pitch across the back line, and she scored two in the corner. Wow. Kind of refreshing to see that too, isn't it? Like just playing all. It's unbelievable. Really good. Was there was there a couple of ambulances there as well, Tom? Wasn't there? Shh, don't be saying that. <laughs> couple of a couple of Tullo girls, uh, hurt a couple uh, of Enniscorthy girls. 
Uh, there's yeah, three, three well, ambulances. They're, 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 they're all good now. They're all good no, now. They're all good now. Mm. But it just shows you, like, um, I was just a pity that the Irish women didn't perform in Spain. That was a bit of a disaster. That's hugely disappointing. That. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah. But it was actually I like if you watched it, it was chronic. There was I what you call her in the wing that that young girl. She's really really good. Even Parsons. Parsons, like she got three balls thrown at her, and three of them went through her hands into touch, and they mm. were all two of them. I think could have been try opportunities. So yeah. Yeah, no matter what, is, even though the rugby, that result is shocking. Yeah. You know, like, but is there a bigger issue there? Like, I mean, they're being well prepared, have good coaching set up, you know, it, yeah, funding is part of it, but like, is there something bigger there that funding can't can't fix? Like, is there, is there a cultural problem in that Irish women's team now? They've been on since 2015. When they were 2012, they did the Grand Slam. 2015, they had a good World Cup, and since then it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. Like, is there something systemically wrong with women's rugby at international level? Is the coaching good enough? Are the players actually good enough to succeed at that level? Or, you know, yeah, I think they need to. They need well, they need to do something because it's it's um, like they're saying even their skills before previously they would have had. Um, like skill sessions to each each of the provinces would have had skill sessions and they were taken away they haven't had any skill sessions mm. and um they were just saying that, that that it's 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 crazy that at this at this level we don't they don't have the skills you mm. know and they should and everyone else is going either professional or semi-professional that's it. look at the women's premiership in england at the miniature it's it's a serious outfit it's the place to go but would it not be ideal to start putting girls into like uh, just bite the bullet and let them play in England for a while and bring them home for internationals? Yeah, it's don't it, be as strict yeah. as it Try is. Try and get them, like, yeah. just let them play or, or uh, let them set up an exiles in London Irish or something mm-hmm. to give them some sort of some sort of benefit. Two players, players. Two, two Irish players are over there, is it? Leah Lyons, they're from Highfield. Leah Lyons, the prop, and um, Kira Cooney's in Wasps. Kira, yeah, yeah, it's, it's very Surely more than more than can go. But I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's desperate to see them. They'll be Italy tomorrow, is it, or tonight, or when's that? Or uh, Saturday, I think. And they have to win that. If they don't win that, then it's good luck for a cup more. Or less. It's a game they could lose too. Yeah. <laughs> like you would imagine, Spain they would have trounced them. You would have been imagining it. Like oh, yeah. it was chronic. Um, yeah. yeah, and like you see, the women's national soccer team starting to get pay parity now with with the with the men. Equal pay, um, yeah. Yeah, you know, like if if they can't even get skill sessions for the provinces, are feeding obviously feeding our Irish women's team is something seriously wrong. But that was a chronic game. I was I was looking at it, going, "Wow, what what's after going wrong?" Like, mm, yeah, um, yeah. But look, at ho- hopefully, it's a boot in the behind for 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 everyone involved in in that irish team to get the result they need on saturday get themselves into a world cup because it won't yeah. be good enough if an irish women's team is not competing at a world cup no it wouldn't be you acceptable know, no 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 not for a tier one nation 100 percent um uh sean o'brien was back on irish style um Last weekend, Johnny Tobin, did you get a chance to chat to him? He was, of course, with the London Irish that were over playing Connacht. Would you believe it? There was a line on the line Sunday for the women's game. 
Sean was doing touch judge for the women's game in Tullow on Sunday. Yeah. Or Saturday, rather, Saturday. The day after the game. Like, the man is just cracked. Um, he Alex, looked, he probably, Alex probably beat him into it. No. <laughs> anyone else, I'd say, yeah, not that lad. <laughs> like, um, he looked he looked really, really good, to be honest with you. Um, Friday night, he was he made a couple of good line breaks, a couple of good carries. Um, yeah, London Irish gave Connacht a good old pasting as well. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a good hit out for London Irish. I presume it wasn't too good for Connacht, no. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to be an interesting year in the in, in that United Champions Cup. I think like it's, I think it's going to be the South Africans coming into it can only be a good thing for everybody. I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, are they as good as they think they are in South Africa? I don't know if that in the season tournament last year was anything to go by. You'd have to you'd have to question them, but they'll probably bring more this year now as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. but a lot a lot of their like all the top players leave. Like That's they're true. going to come up. All in France and like, Wales and England. Leicester, Dwayne Vermeulen. That's an unbelievable sign of like Ulster. Yeah, that's huge. You know, like, a savage sign for Ulster. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like Kutsi, when Kutsi left Ulster were up in arms, like they're after get like I know Vermeulen is 35, is he 36? Kutsi was what in his late 20s, early 30s. Vermeulen's a bit more on, but he's a far more high profile player than Kutsi. He's 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 probably more durable than him as well. Like, you know, I mean that, that's that's a game changer for Ulster, like big time. Oh, definitely, yeah, big time, yeah. Big yeah, time. You know, like Ulster had huge strikes. That's a great thing. For them, right, yeah. that was a high profile sign. You'd imagine it would have been a monster <clears throat> coming to Ireland. It's a savage yeah. signing for them, like you know. Monster signed a an Irish qualified hooker yesterday from who was it, Western Force or the Brumbies or something like that. He's uh, where did he come from? He went, yeah, Declan Moore. He's Melbourne Reds. That's the chap, yeah. Uh, yeah. he played no games for the Melbourne Reds, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was picked for the Australian under twenties, but was injured, so got no games there. So right. we could have a, a another duck down there. <laughs> in fairness, yeah, in the pond. Well, <laughs> and Munster spent a lot of money getting getting Simon Zebo back, and they had to get a loan as well. So they haven't got much in the. Well, Munster have a big backer at the moment. I think one of the pharmaceutical companies apparently are firing money at them. Yeah, but will we not be better getting uh, not better getting a couple of props into the country to get a bit of experience to the other young fellas as well? Probably, no, Leinster got um, Leinster got your man from New Zealand, which is Michael Allen. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's a that's a fair. Scarf Even you well definitely practiced that name. Oh, I have. I was watching him actually speaking. <laughs> I, was, I, I, watched, I wasn't uh, going to give it a go. <laughs> I just say Allen twice and then Toa. Yeah. Um, he, play, he, he played against Johnny Sexton, of course, started last weekend, and Michael Alatoa played uh, for Leinster Harlequins in the Aviva. It was actually a good old match. Leinster were like, seemed like picked up where they left off last season. It was high intensity, lots of ball firing around, very physical. And Michael, of course, was in the middle of all that as well. Very, very, he doesn't look like a a prop. He's very well built, very solid, um, and just very good with the ball, ball carrying as well, and just a solid, solid man. Really, really good signing, and exciting to see how he goes now with the rest of the season. So, he um, might get the tag out for us in Gory the weekend. So, yes, tell you, <laughs> looking for a hit out. Actually, speaking of the South Africans coming in, Leinster's first game in the United. Um, 
the United Nations Champions Cup, as I called it earlier, um, is against the Vodacom Bulls. I think it is. So Leinster will get a taste of what that's going to be like um, or how good they are, how good the South Africans are now in a week or so. And uh, tickets, 75% capacity they're opening it out to as well. So people can head along and watch it if they want as well. There'll be plenty of seats. Is that Saturday, mm-hmm. Stephen? Uh, I think it is. I'll, I'll check it out here now on yeah, the so interweb. There. So there's a, a day. half five, I think, Tom. There's a day out. Yeah, no, it's a good one. My mind free um, if you're looking for somebody to go with you. This <laughs> is Tom going your own. You were asking me to go with you last week. What are you talking about? Jeez, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Quarter past five, Viva Stadium, Saturday week. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Be nice. Yeah. Nice to get back out Brilliant. and watch a game for a change. That's great for games to be back, lads. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's been a buzz in every one again. You know, even I was at a hurling match the weekend and the first hurling match in, in, in two years to go. It was brilliant to be at it, like, you know. Yeah, no, it's good. We were in Black Rock yesterday with the school there and just getting back into the grass. I was like a child at Christmas getting onto the bus going leaving Kilkenny College. First game rugby in so long, couldn't yeah. wait to get up, and then when we got there, I couldn't wait to get home. <laughs> uh, typical, oh, yeah. that's it, yeah, that's, that's it. Plenty happening out there, anyway, which is golden, you know. So, yeah, one of our youth teams are actually playing E this weekend, James. I think, I think that's right. Yeah, I got up in here on Clubs App now. We are playing yes, under 18 girls in the Southeast League on Saturday in Tolo. Yeah, uh, because that's on the grass pitch. Twelve o'clock. It's on the grass pitch because I have to go market tomorrow. There's another advantage. You get that job as well, Johnny. Seemingly right. Uh, Here's a good one for you. There's not too many lads in the rugby club can mark pitches. Um, Myself being one of them, and Larry Canavan being the other one of them. So one of us has to bite the bullet and do the job. So I'm going out. Where's that, Johnny? Uh, well, I'd say it's intelligence. Um, a lot of them stayed away and said they couldn't understand how to do it. <laughs> because I call good few... that proper intelligence. Yeah, because there's a good few hours in marking a pitch. And I didn't realize it until I was seven hours in and doing two of them. So, <laughs> um, yeah, look, it is what it is. Once you mark them once, you're grand. Just uh, get the, the man out there that does the, the fast work out there. He can top them up then every week or two and then he'll be grand. See, yeah, no, that's why it's we, great we did hours, we did a couple of weeks ago. We're grand. The so secret I got, is I, I got help, Johnny. Yeah, I have help I, too. I, I have our club I president come with us tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm the club president has to do it. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to get more hands on. He said he couldn't have picked the worst job. But um, <laughs> like club presidents were just rolled out for special occasions and they were there yeah. sitting at the bar and they turned up at a committee meeting and heard what was going on. Yeah. You know, kiss, now, shook now hands and kiss babies. Do serious amount of work in the club, you know. You don't even get a drink anymore. It's terrible. You don't, send, you don't even get a free drink. They send you out to mark pitches, mark pitches, coach. Yeah, well, I, I'm good. giving Paddy the lawnmower tomorrow to cut the lines. That's the secret. Cut the lines first, then paint them. Let the grass grow with the white. Then you don't uh, have to mark them as often. Paddy's yeah, going to go around the lawnmower tomorrow, so it's going to make for entertaining. Let me tell you. Well, now I'll drop a round up into it as well, Johnny. Sure. No, by we don't want to make because the lad who's put the round up in it. Didn't they mark them straight? So we couldn't fix them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> we do a roundup line going like this. 
<laughs> it doesn't look too good when you have a white line going the other way. <laughs> oh, lads. You're sure you could, with all the money floating around in Tolo, Johnny, you could have got one of those GPS ones. Money? Is it, did you ever see it driving around itself, those ones? Yes. What money are you talking about? I'm sure you find another sugar lady somewhere down there. Yeah, how's Crocky's bakery fixed? <laughs> that has a lot of sugar, but there's no daddies in there. <laughs> no, but um, it's actually handy tomorrow because Eddie Hawk can actually has GPS the pitches, so he has marked where all the lines are and pegged it. So, literally, ah. tomorrow is go around yeah. with a 70 meter length of twine and a 100 meter length of twine and just move them into the pegs. And then lift the pegs, mark away. Brilliant. So, hopefully, hopefully it's a bit quicker. Anything to make life easier. Uh, I seen one of the automatic GPS ones that drive themselves. It was doing a GA pitch, and uh, God, it's some machine. It does it. It does the D and all that, and it's perfect. Absolutely perfect. We actually watched one in Lee Mullen's house, James, a while back. You know, yeah, I watched it. I seen it was on. I said I must invest in one of them. It's quite handy. Yeah, well, actually, Castle Comer, Aaron's own GA club in Kilkenny, um, up the road here, they have a second pitch called the Prince. It's their old ground before they moved out to Ballycomey. And I was down there the other day just doing something for work, and uh, I noticed they have the, the GPS lawnmower just buzzing along. Like, and do you know what? It would save clubs a lot of money and hardship if you could buy them because I think they're about three or four grand each, but sure they pay for themselves in a, in a year or two or five if you can let them off. At the risk of them, the risk is some sure coming and rubbing on you, you know. <laughs> I mean, that, that would be me. I take that home for myself. <laughs> take the sticker off it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, look, they are handy. Um, we're not too bad, actually. We've a good few guys who share the load of cutting the grass and rugby clubs, so um, we're not too bad that way. Um, but yeah, looking forward to marking the pitches now, Paddy. Tomorrow's going to be a bit of crack. Paddy's good character. Yeah. It's lots of yards oh, pulled. Look, it's an exciting week, weekend ahead in rugby yeah. for us all. It's you know it's great to be back out on the pitch, and it's great to have that little bit of excitement back and having a pint after a match and getting picked up or cycling out to the club so you can have a pint and abuse the opposition and let them abuse you back and laugh about it and yeah. you know, all those things that we would have missed over the last twelve months. It's it's it's, it's good that there's this that's coming back. Great. You know? yeah. I'm looking forward to the next week's podcast. We actually have some really good rugby to talk about because yeah. a lot of our youth teams are going to play this weekend. Yeah. Um, the senior teams are all going to be out this weekend. Our women's team will be out this weekend. So we've a lot of a lot of rugby well, to talk it. about next week. Well, go well this weekend, lads, and your Thanks respective amazing. teams. And uh, we will talk about that in detail next week. We'll have plenty to talk about. As Johnny said, there's tons of games going on. That's it for this week's uh, episode of The Knock On. Join myself, James, Johnny and Tom next week. Thanks for listening. That's it from the Knock On Rugby podcast here on scoreline.ie. Don't forget to visit the site for more on rugby. And of course, if you're into your GAA, we've got the Clash Act, all things MMA, and lots more. Talk to you soon.